Snoop and X had the best joint. The Mexican kids are bad, the veterans, the niggas been around tonight. Out of all the battles that was going on, DJ Love, I think Snoop and X had the best joint. Facts, it was the most fair, most compatible battle. Number two, it ain't happy. But if the people agree with me, I want to see Rose and Jeezy. center in history and he probably also had the most underrated NBA career ever Moses Malone unfortunately I was too young to watch Moses play live but I watched so many highlights and games of him with the Rockets and Sixers and I'm convinced he's criminally underrated when people talk about the greatest centers in history Moses Malone is always an afterthought it's always about guys like Kareem, Wilt, Russell, Shaq, Hakeem Olajuwon, David Robinson and even Patrick Ewing I'm not knocking them as they definitely deserve the recognition, but I believe Moses is just as good or maybe even better than some of those guys I mentioned. Let me just start off this video with this stat line. 31.1 points per game and 14.7 rebounds per game, which also includes 7 offensive rebounds per game, on 52% from the field. That was his season average for his 1981-82 season where he also won the MVP. For his career, he averaged 20.3 points per game and 12.3. Two score the last seven points for him. The first field goal comes on the steal. I think it was just a matter of opportunities coming. There you go. Get in the right place at the right time. <laughs> they put so much concentration, I think, on Andrew and Moses is just opening me up right at the end. Billy, did you think when you fell behind again that you could come back in this This team has done it all season, all year in the playoffs. The thing, we just we didn't come out the way we wanted to in the second half. We just came out and played the ball we we're capable of. Hey, Alfred. Oh, how do you feel? Oh, I feel great, man. I had to go through the board full court. Hey, I feel great, man. Hey, at the age of 14, I discovered the secret. Pick the one thing you do best and work at it. So, by every other kid trying to be the next Iceman, I would hit the boys. Because I figure that you ain't got the ball, you can't shoot the ball. Now you just.
from way back. Close mind blowing, these niggas switching the topic. All dick riders, your label labeled erotic. You got a couple dollars, but really it's barely modest. Couldn't sign me if you niggas was paying homage. Playing both sides, convicted you with the verdict. Pay a low rider, come hit you up for the murder. Chains all hollow, I peep soon as I heard it. These niggas be talking shooter, but quick to send their attorney. Is it really real? I can't eat lady a law. Money overboard, kilos washing the shore. Pains on the ball, Versace down in the draws. Currency coming crypto, you know they taping our calls. Chariots and lofts, niggas' legs crossed. Talking long money, but the conversation short. New accolades for women for me to toss. They call it the road to riches, regardless, I had to walk. Now it's too many cars, they say I live in the bubble. But I make the point, we popping all through the summer. Got the pilots and gunners, receivers, passes upon us. My box playing for keeps, cheeks and mulling is coming. I made a few mistakes, I pray I get to repent. The passion came from the pain, I'm painting you all my sins. War hall, I basil high, so soft. More raw to a whole fuck for us. Through the city to my place. It's been Let's go for a ride to where your heart desire. I put your heart in drive. I let you borrow mine. My feet on top the clouds. I walk a thousand miles. She got them soft pussy lips, call it cotton mouth. And I'm on autopilot. Got a larger closet. I'm at Target practice. You at Target shopping. Second hand smoke, got a vision partly cloudy. Her eyes get so watery, them bitches started drowning. On the ride of a lifetime, watch out for the rats. Mice, cons, and the pythons. So Triple H, my God, I'm so sky high. Coming down from the night sky like a lightning rod. Shine like some ice, nice vibes like a kite flying. No strings attached, we replace it with a lifeline. Out of body feeling, out of clothes in the right minds. Baby, ride me like a bumping road to the high rise. Yeah, yeah. My place. My place. It feels like we're floating up and out of space. And you can oh, you can find me if I'm made back. Listening to shit from way back. Way back music. Way back music. Gliding through the city to my place. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, I am your host, Hassan Raw. This is the Raw House Podcast Experience. Take a deep breath. I won't be playing any of my music today. No Benzino. This is episode 444, Sunday, July 26, 2020, year of our almighty Lord, year of clear vision. What do I see? Special guest on deck, Moses Malone Jr., son of a goat. But first, you gotta hear me talk shit. Listen, I can't give you no previews. This is just gonna drop on you. I'm just gonna say, excuse me on the interview, because I'm just subdued on how real my nigga kept it. Listen, you know he kept it real. If I'd be like, because I'm, I'm the trillist, you know what I'm saying? And this Houston Texans, Texas nigga, 
came on here and got trilled. But we ain't gonna talk about that. I'm gonna get into an early newsreel. We're gonna get right into it, man. I'm just gonna talk a little shit. Uh, we going to war with China, it looks like uh, they're still blaming mad shit on Russia. Nigga, um, what the fuck? COVID. Listen, uh, a samba note, RIP to my aunt Gina, beautiful woman, my mother's twin sister, a beautiful woman, a pure soul. Always a good word to say about me whenever she saw me. Always told me she loved me. I love you, Auntie Gina. And, uh, you know, be seeing my fam soon as we send you on. I know you are a powerful spirit joining the elders with us today. And I'm not even exaggerating, you know. God bless your soul, for real. Um, like I said, I'm gonna come through with that newsreel. Y'all niggas hold tight. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, Raw House Newsreel on deck. Like I said, please forgive me for my weird demeanor today. I'm not as jolly as I need you. Cause my man caught me off guard with the trill. As you soon shall hear. Just like to say, man, the Raw House is the intellectual property of Hassan Diaby. Born January 27, 1979, Brooklyn, New York. Okay? And uh, it's my intellectual property. This is a self-address stamp envelope. If any news people stuff, ESPN, Fox Sports type people use my shit, you got to talk to the Raw House, nigga. I have to play highway with the danger zone. Do not come for me. Alright? I don't want no smoke. Can we do the raw house? I mean the news rip. Holy shit. Highway to the danger zone again. <coughs> Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. RussiaToday.com. I'm out of here. Joe Rogan flees Los Angeles for more freedom in Texas. Yeah. You know, I got to keep it real with y'all. I've been telling y'all I'm going to be Woody Harrelson in uh, 2012. I'm going down with Yosemite. Look at the lights. Bullshit. Getting the fuck out of Dodge. I'm a legal gat owner in 37 states. I'm about to pick one and get there. And we're going to see where the raw house uh, you know, headquarters, Ross Command Station. We'll be at it. We're best like Jones, boy. We'll run it on. RussiaToday.com. Watch Trump's border wall collapse under the wrath of Hurricane Hannah. Always love the name Hannah. I want to keep the H shit in my family. I want to name my daughter Hannah. Hurricane Hannah. Then I tell you, we're also living in the Hannah Hannah happening. What's happening these days? Is Mother Nature is bitch-smacking people. Stay in accordance. You must be a Russian show. RussiaToday.com. Moscow residents will be able to be immunized for free. Those evil Russians, you better check that. Get low. FoxNews.com. Bill Gates says coronavirus vaccine could require multiple doses. Or what the shit? 
Isn't it funny, man? I, you know, we always told the kiss the ass of science. Science, the Trump, and science. And, and you gotta respect the science. And here's this fucking nerd telling us that the solution to this is to take multiple vaccines, which means they don't know what the fuck works. Or they're playing a big-ass motherfucking game. It's not California love. It's microsoft love. My wife looks like a thug, dude. RussiaToday.com. Political murder. Republicans seek federal probe into senseless killing of black Trump supporter in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's right. There'll be no uh, march for this man. You're a black man supporting Trump. You deserve death. Even though, did you hear the sister at the beginning of the intro mixed in? What was she talking about? Didn't she make sense? You know she's a good lady. She's giving out bogeys to people. Go on, get you a 50 cent. Get you a smart. I'm trying to tell you. Now, that's the real oracle. I'm not the oracle. That's the real oracle, y'all. ABC7NewYork.com. Another $1,200 stimulus check would arrive next month. Fuck my cigarette, go. Next month, Munchen says, this nigga's name is M-N-U-C-H-I-N. What the fuck? What kind of name is that? These niggas always got the weird names. Like the guy who was doing the bank of bailout. His name was Kashkari. My name is Kashkari and I will be Karimi Kash. TheMartinUnleash.com. New socially distanced movie theater in Paris. Looks like Star Wars prequel Galactic Center. Mmm. Just live in every movie in 2020. You know what movie I want to live? Showgirls. I want to live Showgirls. And I want to be the pole in Showgirls. And just had them nasty sluts go up and down upon me. Yes, that's the movie I want to live. Showgirl. <laughs> Sound like Las Vegas creep. I am. <laughs> HipHopLately.com. Wiley involves Drake in anti-Semitic rant. Gets dropped by management. Yes. Everywhere around you, got, you Jew got to watch what the fuck you saying. Can't be talking crazy. When you don't own your own business, like Masterpiece said, and you ain't got enough money. Ice Cube is standing tall behind what he said. You know why? Because he got enough money. He done tricked Hollywood to think he's a good about good time nigga long enough. And surprise, it's Jerry Curl Muslim is back. All about laughs.com. Kanye West goes to hospital as this is not funny. As ambulance arrives at Wyoming Ranch, hours after rapper pleads for Kim Kardashian to stay the fuck away from him. Uh, the Kanye train continues. Dave Chappelle checking in. Dame Dash said, ain't nothing wrong with the brother. I checked in. He's surrounded by billionaires all day. Elon Musk didn't say nothing wrong with him. They all in here doing ideas 20 hours a day. Listen, like I said before, and my mama agreed with me, all billionaires are crazy. Mark Zuckerberg is way crazier than Kanye West, but as black people, we're not comfortable with crazy. We're not comfortable being billionaires. Comicbook.com. Justice League star Ray Fisher says star Joss Whedon is probably scared of the truth getting out. Uh, the Hollywood cancel train is coming for Joss Whedon. I think that's part of the real reason why they're pushing this Snyder verse version of Justice League. They want to get this nigga Josh Whedon the fuck out of here, so they're going to cancel that. Plus, it was a bad movie by all your accounts. I kind of like it. RussiaToday.com. Member of Black Only. NFAC. Not Fucking Around Coalition. Militia reportedly shoots himself by mistake at Louisville Rally. Duh, 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 duh. Now, people like Tariq Rashid are saying they're agents. Well, Greasy Pimp, man, I've been told you some of these niggas are agents. All this fake aggression. Let me see some work, man. 
Vice.com, China successfully launches first mission to Mars. <laughs> you see, while we're fighting for race like when the 60s, motherfuckers is going to Mars. Pix11.com, three stabbed on floor of Atlantic City Casino for arrested. Are we having big to fun with the wretched yet? Fucking mayhem in the streets. Did you see the footage in Washington Heights? Of about 25 people beating the living shit out of a, a father and his daughter. Now, as the homie Manson said, you know, when we were out chilling this uh, past weekend, shout out to the homie Manson Musa, big layout, homie King Ziz, we were out chilling, you know, and he said it, they had to do something, it's true. Nobody beat your ass like that if you ain't do nothing, like the way they did it, you know what I'm saying? It was like, really like, what the fuck? But anyway, it was vicious, man. They didn't pull no punches. Society is off its fucking rocker. And I see some of you bouncers are getting back to work. Yo, we need to have some demands before we go back to work. Because a lot of us are going to have to work. The police aren't. Uh, the police are doing the least, so I heard. Heard from a reliable source that the police are doing the minimum right now. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> I'd love to see the maximum just for two weeks. Clean up the streets. R.I.P. Comicbook.com. Regis Philbin dies at 88. Salute to Regis Philbin, Kathleen and Regis. Whenever I stay home and sick or, uh, you know, you get that week off of school. That's what moms watch all summer. You know your mama watch it too. The man had a real talent and spunk. Gentlemen. Shout out to Regis. A real one. Love of hip hop. I don't forget when Kevin Garnett came on his show. Right after he became one of the first high schools to go to NBA. Uh, uh, after Moses Malone, baby. Yeah. Yo. KG came on there and missed every shot. Except for the last one. Hey, get Kevin McCallum on the phone. This guy can't play. I will never let get that. Always knew KG was a dog, though. Good dog. Pix11.com. Birthright Africa helps young people discover their roots. That's right, monkeys. You know, God forbid. I hate to tell you, y'all from Africa, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it, no matter how, which way you flip it, man. And you know, you need to get in contact with your roots and you feel better. You feel good. Just like taking a nap after you got punched in the face. And your mama said, just take a nap. Pix11.com. Scientists exploring. Mysterious. Blue holes off Florida coast. What movie are we living here? The fucking abyss. It's the fucking abyss too. 2020. The happening. Abyss. 2012. Uh, what else I said I want? Showgirls. I'll be the pole in Showgirls. Slide down me. Speaking of showgirls and polls sliding, wearechange.org, former queen of porn, posts series of tweets about Hollywood pedophilia and child abuse. Her name is Jenna Jameson. Have you heard of her? I have. The reason why, this is her tweet, verbatim. The reason why Hollywood has been so incredibly silent on child sex trafficking is not only do they partake, they are covering for the big league hitters, the ones that hide in the shadows under the cover of a crime. Woo! I am going to try and get Jenna Jameson on the Raw House. I'm praying for that to happen. Praying for a porn star. Oh, stop it a lot. But I have to get Miss Jameson on the show. She's talking that talk. You got to come to a show where we will let you talk that talk. Now, didn't I say before on this show, who know them secrets? It be them pillow talkers, man. It be them pillow girls. When the big man lay down on big James Harden ass nigga. <laughs> Lay down and start telling all the NewYorkPost.com, America ranked among worst countries to raise a family. Study says, duh, this shit is going to the crap. 
You know how many homies that say, I know that say they want to have a kid, but have him raised overseas for a certain amount of time, then bring him here as a young teenage adult. I know multiple cats thinking the same thing. I might do the same thing. NewYorkPost.com. Trump talks Twitter regrets being in 79 rap songs in Barstool Stool Sports interview. Wow. Bar, Barstool Sports gets to interview the president. Well, I'm going to put this out in the ether. In the next president, even if it's Donald Trump, the Raw House will have the ability to interview the president, especially when I sue the shit out of Barstool Sports. Anyway... Uh, I bet you he didn't need nobody to chop this up. His arrogant ass knows all the rap music. Remember when hip-hop used to suck Trump's dick? Guess who's the black Trump? Don't come for me. I didn't say specifics there. I'm just saying. We was on his top. We named songs about him, and now he turned the top on us. Speaking of turning the top on, motherfuckers. Page6.com. Leah Remini calls Danny Newton brave for speaking out about Tom Cruise. Yeah, they're coming for the master vampire from interviewing the vampire in it. Wicked game they're playing in Hollywood much. Moving right along, NewYorkPost.com. Doctors are sharing bikini selfies after study claims that doing so is unprofessional. Listen, hate to tell y'all, some of the biggest freaks aren't them big booty girls that you see every day walking around trying to get your attention. Some of the biggest freaks are these career women who have these high-profile jobs where they have to be buttoned in. Man, when they get loose, it's a fucking... Dick sucking, cum swallowing, ass eating, dick in her ass fast. She wants it all. How do I know? I don't know shit. Every once in a while, lightning strikes the shackle, man. And bow check a wow wow. In news, I hate to laugh at, but I kind of love to laugh at, but I hate to laugh at, but I love to laugh at because it's just naturally funny and uh, just funny. Uh, NewYorkPost.com. You got to get this one right. Uh, Group on city bike are caught on video knocking hats off the heads of Jewish men. Yeah, did I mention Joe Ruggins moving from Texas out of LA? Yeah, I'm just gonna change subjects. I already said it was fun. Oh, we're gonna get Jim Jameson on the show too. Gotta keep putting that in the air. Just gonna get bigger and better. I'm just gonna move on to Raw House. Uh, NewYorkPost.com. Homeless encampment in NYC getting bigger despite the Blasio's crackdown. Good old liberal USA. Are we having defund yet? Yourblackworld.net, armed children as young as 10 years old are carjacking people in Chicago. They got a picture of a little girl here with a fucking nine up, and she know how to use it. She brandishing like the next shot going, yo, ass, gump. ABC7NewYork.com. CT Supreme Court upholds sanctions against Alex Jones over Sandy Hook comments. It's a hoax. You know, people still talking about Corona is a hoax. Did you see what happened to the girl, uh, what's her name? Doja, Doja Cool? Yeah, making fun of Corona, ha ha, you people are scared. Guess what she's got? Corona. I tell you, it's the world's first smart virus. You talk shit, it come and get you. Just pay respects, man. And you shall be spared. In Lord's name. Express.com, UK. UFO shot, sighting, alien cube ship, 10 times bigger than Earth, catch you by NASA. The all spar is 28 miles from here. Transform. Roll out. Ladies and gentlemen. No, no, no. I got to talk some shit. You know, I went out with the homies in this post-COVID, uh, post-We Care About the Black Man in America. I did not get my dick sucked. Nobody cared enough about the biggest, blackest thing in sight, except for old wash bitch with an afro. Good old New York City. Got to love it. Um, God damn. And you know, the homies, we were at a spot. I thought the spot was kind of cool. Pause on me. 
Because then everybody came to the conclusion, okay, this is a gay spot. But there was women in there. But then they, I noticed it, but I was like, man, I can't tell. Because everywhere I go, it's like a gay place with a bunch of niggas in my face, you know? Back in the 90s, it wasn't all this nigga in the face shit. We were trying to get pussy. I don't know what happened. Uh, this is The Raw House. This is episode 444. And uh, just like Jay-Z, I guess we're going for the big money, baby. We'll be right back. Yo, yo, yo. This your host, Hassan Raw. Today, I got a special guest with you. Homie of mine. Teammate of mine. Real grown man. He going to talk about some real shit. Sports and... Not sports. Say hello, Mo. Moses Malone Jr. Say what up to the Royal House people. What's up, fellas? What's up, everybody? How yeah. y'all doing out there? Yeah, we happy to have you on episode 44. We're going to call this episode 444 in honor of you, son of the goat. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, <laughs> a lot of people don't know what that 444 is, man. Uh, put them That's on. It's the greatest prediction. Mm. It's one of the greatest sports predictions in sports history up there with Muhammad Ali. Put them on. Put them on to the game? No, I'm just saying, like, you're right, because exactly what he said is what happened and what went down. No, uh, you know, twisting around or nothing. Yeah, no bullshit, no bullshit. <laughs> you know, pe- people people don't understand, you know, they get caught into this basketball world. Mm. They never get to be people of real people out here. And, you know, people right. live by their own philosophies. They have their own us. And, you know, my dad was a very special person. Mm. You know, he's the first player to come out of the NBA to go to high school. Fact. 17, 18 years old. You know, the first million dollar, people don't know this, the first million dollar player, two million dollar player, and three million dollar player mm. to, in all of sports history. Put them on. <laughs> but, to, but, you know, today, but today, in mm. today's society, mm. they act like it never happened. Yeah, do why? Why do you feel that, you know, because I remember your dad, you know, he was a beast and one of the best centers to ever play, but it seems like, you know, he don't get that hot, that, you know, that 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 you know, fake love that be out there. He don't get all that. Why is that? Here's that. Here's why. Mm. Here's that. My my dad didn't kiss ass. That's I know. <laughs> he don't like he don't like the media. He didn't like the media. Mm. My dad was a straight basketball player. He wanted to hoop right. and do his thing after that. He didn't want to be, you know, a role model. He didn't want to do commercials. He mm. wasn't raised like that. My mm. dad was from poverty. Mm-hmm. Pop, you know, one one pair, one pair, one pair of pants, one pair of shoes, one shirt. That's the type of guy he he was. Mm-hmm. And you know, he grew up. You know, he wasn't a great reader. He wasn't a great writer. Mm. He was a great basketball player, but. But people didn't realize that how smart of a nigga he was. Yes. So see, that took up for his deficiencies mm-hmm. in, in other places. Like, you don't have to be school smart to be smart. Or you don't have to be street smart. You don't have to be a street person to be street smart. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand that. It's all mm-hmm. about your upbringing, how you were raised, mm-hmm. and what you stand for as a man. Fact. Yeah. You know, and one thing I, I love about your pops is that, you know, a great one is not only great for himself, but the ones he brings after, you know? So many guys throw his name out. Barkley, Olajuwon, you know, they say he trained and he raised me like a pup, you know? So a lot of guys pay homage. The goats pay homage to your father, you know what I mean? I noticed that yeah. for, for you, training. You got the real godfather of the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got a tape for Earl Pierce that I was on my dad. Team to call him Al Capone Malone because my dad was the gangster of the NBA. Nobody mm. fucked with my dad. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody was scared of him on the court and on the court. Mm. Not because he was doing gangster shit. It's just that he was just the type of nigga that was going to tell you what was up. Mm. If you got a problem with it, he probably going to whip your ass. <laughs> That's just who he was. Like that there. And he had that voice that people could barely understand what he was saying. And mm-hmm. he was rumbling. And he was just his own man. He was just, he was his own type of person, man. He, he didn't listen to what people had to say about him. You know, he didn't care about what anybody thought. As long as he knew in his heart that he was doing the right thing or he was a good person, that's what he cared about. He always looked out for the hood. He always looked out for people that were underprivileged. Right. He always looked out for other kids. But he didn't, you know, we live in an era now where, you know, you can't give somebody $100. These, these celebrities give you a put a hundred dollars out there it's on it's on camera yep. they gotta record they're doing it right you know that, that's not real no like if you're giving this help underprivileged people why do you have to tell everybody mm. you know what type of real person has to tell everybody right. what they're doing it's more oh, about this you is what i did look at me mm-hmm. you understand i i, I would i was never like that right. you know you 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 were my teammate Hassan, so you Facts. know Facts. like you know, I, I never act like I was better than somebody or yeah. I'm, you know, some spoiled yeah. risky. Yeah. Nah, well, shit, good. if I grew up and my dad was a millionaire, how the fuck am I supposed to live, right? <laughs> right. It's like, am I supposed to live like I was from the hood? No. Yeah. But when my cousins were from the hood, I used mm. to go to the hood with my dad all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he never took me away from that, that mm. life. He always let me know what was underneath me and prepared me mm. for what to be and what not to be like. Mm-hmm. That's real shit. As he should have. Yeah. But you know, that, that goes into something, you know, because there's a lot of fake charity these days. And you are an outspoken brother. You don't give a damn. You're going to speak your mind, you know. So it just so happened that a gentleman named James Harden had a camp where he was charging poor folks for money. And you told him it was some bullshit. Did you not? Yeah, I I, I that, you know. Yeah. I don't know the man. You right. know, I, I've never met the man. No. But okay. All pretty much I said is that why are you charging with those three hundred dollars for a two day camp? Mm. And you basically excluding the kids from the hood from going. Wow. And it the only thing the way I felt about the whole situation is that he's from the hood. That's Absolutely. right. Well he's from Compton, California. Mm-hmm. My whole point is don't forget who you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, $300 may not be a lot to a lot of, to some people. But to the people of class, the people that I'm talking about, it is. Mm. You know? Uh-huh. And then being in the city of Houston, there's so many other places to do it. Just, just like if, you, if you're in Harlem mm-hmm. and you want to do a, a camp at the Rucker Camp, you know the Harlem's going to show up, right? Right. But that's like you're going to... That's like you're going to... Uh, Manhattan, right? And you close it down for the people in Harlem. Mm, yeah, downtown. Because only, only rich people can come, right? right. Because, but the reason it happened is because that man doesn't have the right people telling him mm-hmm. what's right and what's wrong. Wow. That's what happens when you have a lot of yes men around. <laughs> mm-hmm. <coughs> so because more than likely, James Harden probably didn't need that money from the camp, but I guarantee his homeboys did. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones just telling them, oh man, we do it like this so they can make some money, give them some money, and you know, mm. have a great time. Because mm. they're not thinking about anybody else, but trying to use his name right. to put money in their pockets. Get some dollars, y'all. 
And you know, you must have hit a chord. You know, they say you throw a rock at a pot, the dog that oh, the loudest, you know, he got hit by the bitch. So I think. He's dog hot. He's dog hot. They all hot. He's right? dog always hot. Right? <laughs> so, but you got to realize something. Mm. From coming from me, from the outside looking in, you're going to think Moses Malone Jr. is the spoiled rich kid mm-hmm. that grew up with an MPA dad that was raised with a silver spoon in his mm-hmm. hand. So, anything that I say is going to be offensive mm-hmm. to somebody. Mm-hmm. Even. Well, all you have to do is come talk to me. Right. So we can have a conversation to get at the situation that day. Right. And, you know, maybe we can be friends today. day. I have no idea. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But, but when somebody already has problems within themselves, with themselves, mm. they take that out on people that, like me, you know, mm. it, I can't say it. You know, you go online today, Everybody brags about money. Mm-hmm. They brag about what they're doing. They show Gucci. They show cars. They flash cash. Mm-hmm. They do that every day online. Yep. Now let me do that, Damn and this could be a whole bunch of badass niggas. I'm not supposed to do that because I'm the rich kid. Right. I'm the spoiled kid. I have everything given to me. Why mm-hmm. is he? So they assume. You see what I'm saying? That's how people look at sort of uh, thing. It's like a catch twenty two. Pretty much, you yeah. know. I, I, we, we could go into the racism fact. You know, I dealt with white racism and growing up in Flintswood, Texas, going to all white high school where mm. I have my car key, nigger in it, Nazi, swastikas mm. on my house, egg in my house, mm. nigger this, nigger that. I've been called a nigger so many times that I can't, ever, I can't remember mm. living in Texas. Right. But the day was that when I left that white neighborhood, I would have to deal with jealous niggers that mm. was mad because. I wasn't living in the hood. Mm-hmm. So it was like almost like a reverse racism. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, yeah. But you can't blame them. You have to blame their parents. Mm-hmm. And you have to blame for how they were raised. Because they don't understand what the life of being an NBA Hall of Famer celebrity kid. They, they, nobody can say that they're me. Nobody can say they live like me. Mm-hmm. Nobody can say that they've seen what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At an at a early, early age. You know? So that's the difference of me and a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. But as you know, I never acted like that. I never portrayed myself yeah. to be a spoiled rich kid. You know, yeah. I, I'm in there doing the same thing. I was hanging out with y'all in the dorm room. That's right. And doing whatever we were doing the whole, doing the whole, doing the whole time. That's right. It's a fact. We all chilled, you know. Nobody better than nobody. None of that, you know. But, you know, it seems like that was a different era. Because, you know, I don't want to age us. But that was back in the early 2000s. It's just like we were talking about earlier before we started recording the interview. And I'm sure you can give a better perspective on this because you've been close to real money your whole life. You know, the, the front end, the, the internet smoke and mirrors age has really diluted, especially black people, I think, a lot, man. We were just talking about that. You know, so it's like people are so plastic and characters now. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't even give people a chance to be a real person, you know, because people have to be these characters. Oh, I'm black, so I have me. to have a thug mentality. You know what I mean? What does that even mean? You know? Well, um, today, today's age, being a real person is respected. Mm. The real people are villainized. Anybody mm. that tells the truth is villainized. You're oh, not supposed to tell the truth. <laughs> you're supposed to live fake like them. And if you're not fake, what you gotta understand is the fake outnumbered are real by many. Uh, a lot. 
<laughs> everybody wants to be rich. Everybody wants to have fame these days. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Mm -hmm. But if you're the person that's letting them know you're not doing what you're saying you're doing, mm. not that I'm a perfect person, mm. but I ain't gonna front on you. I ain't gonna say that I got some shit. I'm not gonna go and be like, you know what I mean? I got a million dollars on you niggas and count my money on live. And, and like, <laughs> it just... It, 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 it's turned into stupidity. Like, mm. the followers, the amount of followers means more than a dollar today. Mm. Like, you go online and you see girls and people, men and, and women, they value the one dollar bill in the strip club over a hundred dollar paycheck. That's right. That is considered real money. Mm. $500 on the ground, but if you have $500 of a hundred bill, they can look at you like you're a broke nigga. Yo. I got five Benjamin Franklins, and this person have 500 Washingtons, and they're going to act like they're doing it bigger than the person with, that has the real job, gets a real paycheck every day. Because that's, it's, I feel like Instagram was put here to mm. ruin the black man. Speak mm. on. Uh, I feel like it was put here to ruin the black man. Because all black people want to be accepted by something. Everybody wants to be a part of some type of organization. They want to feel important. Mm. So when you have people that grew up as young kids that didn't have fathers or mothers, or when they were in high school or middle school, they weren't popular. Mm. They hit this Instagram, you could be anybody. You could be anybody on there. Like Peter mm. Pan's Never Neverland. Mm. Make up who you want to be, and oh, you're yeah. on there. Oh, yeah. And you could be that person. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have people paying for followers now. Mm. Yeah, people paying for bikes. That's right. Yeah, fake pages. That's right. This shit is like high school life. <laughs> let's not even get started on the girls that sell pussy Ooh. online that act like that they're real bitches. Mm. And they think they're real niggas as opposed to white them and cater to them. I mean, they sell the quality, the, the women that you have today is like, they expect you to be super thirsty, man. It's like, I mean, I don't know what these dudes are doing out here. Shit. Well, let me tell you, the dudes is lame as fuck. That's what's going on out here. Okay? Dudes out here, they didn't get pussy in high school. Mm -hmm. Okay? They didn't get pussy in college. They, mm -hmm. they didn't get none of that. Okay? Then all of a sudden, in these streets, walk into a club, and they throw a little money in the air, and pop a bottle, and take the jewelry on, they start getting some bitches. These dudes be the main ones that's paying for the pussy and pumping up the wrong type of bitches. Oh, yeah. They be pumping up the wrong type of hoes. Mm. Yep. That's what they do. They pump up the wrong type of bitches. The regular woman that doesn't show her ass and titties on the line, mm. and she could be a million dollar bitch. Yes. She but ain't she ain't going to get the respect and love. They going to say she's green and she's lame. Yep. Because she doesn't show her ass and titties and she's not on the line putting their tongues out and spitting on shit and, mm -hmm. you know, humping the floor and Licking taking butt naked photos yeah. every day. <laughs> like, you have to really look at some of these girls and be like, yo, what do you do for them? Oh, uh, well, uh, uh... Brand ambassador. Okay. Uh, well, what do you do? Uh, I'm a trainer. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Being in the game, it's like, let's go, these bitches you see online, uh. acting like they're physical fitness experts and shit, uh. they're prostitutes. <laughs> Bingo. They're prostitutes, Ugh. okay? Like, oh, she's not a physical trainer. I mean, you think she's a trainer? Her body looked the same for fucking two years. She's been on Instagram. She's a trainer? 
And she bought that like, We have got so lost, especially black women, and we've got so lost. Mm-hmm. The black woman, the black woman is trying to compete with the white girl and the Mexican bitches now. Yes. For ass. Like a black woman has natural, natural ass. That's the fact of natural it. features. Mm-hmm. They're getting surgeries to look like them. Mm-hmm. When those girls, the white girls and the other girls are trying to look like the black girls to get black men. That's a fact. You, you understand? I, yeah. I, you have to question almost every ass you see today. Is it real or is it fake? Mm. I know. You never really it, know, bro. Shit, when I was in South Carolina, all, when we were in South Carolina, all them fat ass black girls walking around with the big old booties, mm. we knew the booties was real. That's a fact. We didn't have to question it. <laughs> you didn't have to look twice. Now we gotta question is her ass fake or really got a good, you gotta look at her legs. It's a big match in the ass. Thigh to calf ratio. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Yo. It, 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 it became a, a circus, man. Mm-hmm. A, a literally a circus. Mm. Now, and, mm. and what a lot of doctors don't realize, and I just want to tell you, crowd people, to notice mm. those girls that you see online that have all these followers and this, they're acting like they're fucking Chris Diana, Princess Diana, and they got all the men. These girls are so insecure, they have mm. no confidence. They don't even believe the shit they post. <laughs> They're just trying to catch a sip. That's that will it. That's it. You know. You understand? They just want to catch a sip that will mm. believe it. <laughs> That's right. Like you know, if you're in the business of selling pussy, how have you been selling ass for seven years and you're not rich yet? You're still doing the same thing. That's what I'm talking about. Should've you know, back in the day, a prostitute would stack up two, three hundred thousand dollars and do her own thing. That's a fact. Now the they stack up three thousand dollars, and they think that's something. Mm-hmm. And they spend it just so they can keep a, pers- a persona on social media. You can give a nigga a hundred thousand dollars today, cash, mm. and I guarantee you, three months that shit's gonna be ninety percent gone. Absolutely. He's not gonna do anything right with it. He's not gonna invest. He's not gonna get real estate. Nah. He's gonna go do Gucci. <laughs> You're gonna take trips. You're gonna buy weed, alcohol. That's what they do. Huh. We but I think about business right now. You know, I found a business right now to be a jeweler. Mm-hmm. You can go get. You know, you know, niggas don't know the difference between VS one and VS two, right? right? Oh, they don't yes. know what jewelry is, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have these rappers running around here with Soldier Boy chains on. Mm-hmm. And you can hear the clanking like you're clanking omelets <laughs> together, right? <laughs> you can get the jewelry and like man well how's your shit real better sounding like that <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. like that chain can't be that like everybody chain look the same now mm. no no man. like nobody compete with Floyd Mayweather and Jay Z but you mm. can tell those niggas know what real diamonds are absolutely, absolutely. you can go get TV Johnny and he's gonna sell you some two dollar diamonds then up price charge you two thousand dollars for every diamond or two hundred dollars for every diamond that's mm. worth two thousand two dollars. You know how much money he's making? He's making a hundred and ninety eight dollars a diamond mm. that's in that's in that's in that chain. Mm. And these people go pay why do you think you always see these rappers, oh my jewelry's a hundred thousand, hundred and fifty thousand that when the shit gets took and it's time to sell it, they can only sell it for 20. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or 10. And you never hear about it again. Yeah. Because they're getting robbed. 
Yeah. You know, our, our, our mindset of what we do today is just, that. Yeah. And it's, you know, another thing I wanted to touch on is like, on the AAU level, that's another level. It's like, I look at, I don't know what your impression of this is, but I think it's a total waste of time nowadays. And a lot of these kids, you know, even, I mean, we always had guys who had cornrows. I'm just being picky or maybe I'm old now, bruh. But it's like these dudes with some of these hairstyles and shit, it's like, bro, I don't know if you can really be working on your game and have so much hair and shit. Some of this shit, I don't know. The, the players today are just different to me, bro. You know, and I think the AAU experience is like really wackadoo right now, bro. If I had a kid, which I don't, I would tell him to skip AAU for like the first three years you play high school ball. Don't even go into that circus, you did? Yeah, my, my father never liked uh, AAU ball. Mm. I know Kobe Bryant doesn't. Mm. I, I don't like it because they treat these kids now like they're in the NBA in mm. high school mm. and they're teaching bad habits. Yeah. The game is not the same. Everybody wants to be the same type of player. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when we grew up, when I was playing, you wanted to represent your high school. Yeah. The AAU was just like summer fun. I didn't care about that. You know, that was like, if I lost the game at AAU, I'm a competitor. I get mad that I lost, but it's not something that sits with you the whole summer. No. Like, if you're in high school and you lose to your rival high school, you got to think about them and get into the next year you play them again. Absolutely. You know, but... You're right, the AU is watered down. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's became a money market. Everybody's trying to come up off of it. It's mm-hmm. nothing but a hustle now. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't, there's only, I've got many Division One college players, like 375. Mm-hmm. Well, if you only have 375 people playing Division One, right, or how, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I don't know the exact number, but you have a million kids playing AAU. Well, what schools are these kids going to? Right. You know, you see mixtapes. You see the mixtape and the kids with dunking and he's running and dunking. And mm-hmm. Then what school did he go to? Oh, man, he went to, uh, I don't know, he went to some Division two school. Well, goddamn, <laughs> on, on Ball of Life, I thought ball that he was like, the yeah. best player of the nation. That's right. The way they chopped you know, it up. <laughs> you know, now it's different. You can go, you know, AAU was set for kids that are high-level mm. kids that are trying to get to NBA. It's just right. a pre-process for the NBA now. If your kid is not a high-level, I believe it's better for him to be a great high school player. Mm-hmm. And one thing about the league today, if you can play, you can play. It doesn't matter what school you go to. Right. You know, they'll come find you. I mean, you have a lot of guys who weren't looked at. It's, you know, they were low projects, and look at them now. I mean, Giannis after Patunka, nobody heard about him until mm-hmm. he got, you know, until he started balling in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody nobody heard about a lot of these guys that were real good. I mean, the game just switched. It all The AU searches for money, mm-hmm. and that's how I see it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, back in the day, we used to want to, in New York especially, I used to love to team up with the dudes I was playing against during the high school year. Like, I hate this faggot motherfucker. But then during the summer, let's get together and bomb on these niggas from these other states, you know what I'm saying? But now everybody want to get on one team, they pops on that team, and you put 18 other dick, duck niggas on the team with them, and it's like really watered down. You don't even have those AAU super teams anymore, really. It goes all the way to the NBA, though. 
kids mm. don't, people don't like competition these days. Mm. Everybody wants to be friendly. Back mm. in the day, the Detroit Pistons hated the Boston Celtics, and the Detroit right. Pistons hated Chicago Bulls and mm. Philadelphia. So the Sixers hated the Lakers in Boston. People mm. didn't hang out in the summer and mm. chop it up. Right. They were trying to take each other's head off. Mm-hmm. That's the difference that you see today in the game. And I'm going I'm to touch on another subject is that these, these stats, like now ESPN has got so bad with the stats, they'll be like, LeBron James is the first player to have 40, 13, and 15 uh-huh. with one shoe on in a red jock strap when he was sweating down his back. And that's a record. Uh-huh. He's the first player to do that. Like, those aren't real records in the NBA record books. They're just coming up with something. But how can you count these points and these records as real records when the game has changed? You can't touch anybody anymore. Absolutely not. How, what, how would Jordan score a game in the NBA today where you can't hand check? <laughs> He'd be at that rim all night. You can't stand in the lane anymore. Mm. Like, back in the day, you know, now they have three seconds in the lane, defensive three seconds in the lane. They didn't have that back in the day. No. So your ass was not going to the lane before free layup. Mm. Like, you've watched today now, so many guys get unscathed points. They don't even get touched. Yep. They play physical. If you want to watch physical basketball today, mm. turn on college basketball. Because you're mm. not going to see it in the NBA into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's true. You know? Yeah. And, uh, I think it's like uh, you have like a, a game gets kind of boring today, kind of, you know, unless you're really watching a playoff scenario because you know it's going to happen. Everybody's shooting for a three. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, there'll be a little bit. Of, it turned into an extended all-star game in the regular season, it seems like. Well, well, we'll play D in the last three minutes and we'll have a track meet before then, you know, with no defense. It's kind of awkward. Yeah, if you were playing New York Knicks style of ball in the 90s and 90s today, Mm. They these guys be they would be put out the league. Yeah, I'm telling you. you mean you you can't even play to foul somebody and you're ejected now. Back in the day a hard foul was a hard foul. Hard now foul. guys are wanting to fight. Mm-hmm. They want to get their homeboys to do something to you after the game. Yeah, it's you know, it, 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 it's personal if you play play mm. tough play basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Not the same at all. Yeah. Now, a player like James Harden, do you think he could have played in your dad's ever back in that ever? Uh, <laughs> do I think he could have played in the 80s or 90s? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he could have played, but I, right. I don't, you know, 30 a game, no. No, but, not like that. He could have played any defense, I mean, no. I mean, don't take, don't get me wrong, I think James Harden could play some good basketball. Mm-hmm. But, I just doesn't, I don't think that he has heart. Well, matter of fact, I know he doesn't have heart. Mm. So, he doesn't have a heart. He's a coward. Mm. So, when he's the light shine brightest, it's tough. I mean, we've seen it, too. You can't say that you're just saying, I mean, the biggest moments, we've seen a lot of questionable shit from a guy who yeah, dropped 60. Not, he doesn't perform when it counts. Mm. You know, like, he, he, this is a guy that, to me, is more, Concerned with the life off mm-hmm. the court mm-hmm. and on the court. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta remember today, people create their own legacies. Back in the day, nobody cared about the tenth man on the bench. But today, the tenth man on the bench has a million followers and he's famous. Mm. You know, 
back then, it wasn't like that. You had to kind of know your role. But mm-hmm. I, I think the guy's a good player. Do I think he's ever going to win a championship? No, I don't. But mm-hmm. do I think that he's who that they say he is, you know, comparing to Jordan and all these right. other people? No, he's mm-hmm. not better than Dwayne Wade. Yeah, and I how agree. can you say he's better than Dwayne Wade? And Dwayne Wade won two championships. That's a fact. And he was the go-to player. That's right. So, I, people put too much look into the stats today. And they don't look at the total body of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the, the body of work says it all to me. What yeah. if, you know, let me ask you something, Hassan. If you were in Game 7, and you had to pick between Reggie Miller and James Harden <laughs> to win that Game 7 for the finals, who you going to go with? Reggie all day. Okay, easy because you know he's gonna show up. <laughs> yep, not even a thought. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's funny to, to me to watch sports media people now mm-hmm. because you have a guy like, okay, let me give you an example. The Rockets were up last year, three games to two against the Golden State Warriors. Okay, mm-hmm. they lose the game in Golden State. Mm-hmm. Then they come back and they lose on their home floor by more than 20 points. And Steph Curry didn't have a point at the half and had ended with the game with 30. And they missed like 20-something threes. Mm. But nobody, and they didn't have Kevin Durant. Right. But that's not the storyline uh, during the summer. The storyline is something totally different. Mm. You know, like ESPN, to me, is fucked up sports. Mm. Because they have too much power. Right, they right. control. They control and edit what you want to see. Mm-hmm. Like bad press or something that's real. Somebody says something real on TV. No, you don't see those people on TV no more. Mm. Now, ESPN does that because, let me ask you this. How much money is Adidas giving ESPN for commercials every year? Mm, I don't know. A lot, I bet. They're giving them a whole lot of money. So Mm. if your number one athlete is Adidas... We don't need you on ESPN talking bad about our guy that we're paying you all this money to advertise. Right, right. It, right. it, it, it's different. You know, guys mm-hmm. like Jordan, Allen Iverson, Dr. J, Moses Malone, Magic Johnson, they didn't, it wasn't like that then because ESPN didn't control the narrative. Right. Today, they control the narrative. Now, to go into this, because... Your beef with James Harden, well, you don't have a beef with him, you know, but the situation, it seemed like it was very undercovered on uh, ESPN. And if you want to just get into that, you know, because, you know, this is another topic we discuss as grown men. I don't, I'm not a street nigga. You're not a street nigga. You know, you had no problem saying what happened to you, you know, and the perpetrators who did you did the fuck shit. You know what I mean? Just speak on that for the people a bit. So basically, basically what happened is that it thought. I threw it to I threw it to Facebook posts, mm-hmm. basically saying why is he charging these kids this kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next morning, I mean that day, I, I put it up in the morning. An hour two later, I received a call from one of my friends that says that this guy is upset with me about my Facebook posts. I mm-hmm. thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not friends with him. Never talked to him. I didn't even know he was following me on Facebook. Right. We're not friends. Mm-hmm. So obviously I have a worker that's just sent his post to home. He gets mad. And he's, you know, he texts me from somebody else's phone number. Basically mm-hmm. saying, you on social media talking shit. We're going to pull up on you, see what you're talking about. Just running this round. 
Okay. Mm. Then his little friend gets on the line on the phone because he texts from her phone. And he starts, she starts, you know, talking for him. You know, go back and forth. I think if the beef is squashed, mm-hmm. it's not a problem. I didn't even think it would be. Right. A, why is he paying attention to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm just a regular person, all. right? Right. I'm nobody. He, you know, he, he's the big bad JR. I'm most wrong. Why? You know? Uh, he shouldn't care what I say. Mm-hmm. Well, make a long story short, I show up to Strip Club V Live mm-hmm. next night where he's, he, you know, Texas. of course, he's there all the time. And uh, some guys walk up, they come outside and they confront me, one guy named Aaron Blunt, and they circle me with about 12 to 15 guys and they all pull out guns. Mm. And Darren Blunt gets in my face, face and the first thing he says is, yeah, you on social media talk to shit about James Harden. Mm. And I'm like, what? Like, are you serious? Like, I'm not thinking this is serious. Mm. And he put off about James Harden. James Harden ain't... You know, you go into bed out here talking about da 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 da, and I see James Harden's homeboy recording the whole situation. Mm. So pretty much, when this guy's calling me a bitch or pussy, I've asked at him. Mm. Well, the reason I've asked him is because if I'm a bitch or a pussy, why you come out here throwing fifteen guys to arm? Mm. Because if he a real nigga had a problem, he would come outside and confront me himself. That's right. You understand? If you want to get it on, nigga, I have no problem with getting it on. It's got a mm-hmm. problem. So, while I'm at them, that dude tells everybody to get me. So, they, you know, mm-hmm. they rip my earrings out. You know, they stomp me to the ground, punch me, wow. rip all my jewelry off, wooty woo, piss them with me, kick me in the face when I'm on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, he talking to them shit. You know, they're talking shit. Going, they go into the club. So, I'm with Woody. And I started thinking about it, and my my friend that was there, he couldn't do anything because there was so many guns out there. If he wasn't armed, right. he tells me to go home. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what? I was like, man, give me your phone. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, what are you about to do, bro? What are you about to do? I said, shit, I'm about to shut this motherfucker down. <laughs> and he's like, I said, now give me your phone and go inside and go follow them. Mm-hmm. So he goes inside and follow them. I go up to the security guards and I tell them. They will watch the shit go down. Mm. I say, hey, y'all motherfuckers better go get my shit. Mm-hmm. One of the dudes says, these lives gonna open with from without you. I said, mm. oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, I put in my call to who I needed to call. And basically, motherfucking police showed up. About 50 cop cars showed up. It shut that motherfucker down. Mm. Okay? They caught James Harden inside. Mm. The DJ that was recording it on FaceTime, he goes and says on the microphone, Moses Malone Jr. has a light, a green light on his life. Wow. From here to the beltway. Mm. Okay? Mm. And then him and James Harden are dapping up, which witnesses have seen this. Ooh. James Harden is in a section next to him. Well, when the police got there and locked the building down, guess who they caught running out the back door? Who's that? James Harden. Mm-hmm. Why would he be running out the back door? He didn't do nothing. Mm. So what happens is that some of the little dudes that did the, that did the little robbery, they got caught on the inside. Because they made everybody come out the front of the club, show their picture ID, and I ID'd them niggas. Like, there they go right there. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So they took the niggas to jail that night. 
And so here we are today, and it's just still going on. Mm. And it was publicized small bit. Yeah, I didn't okay? see it that much. It was it was they put it on the ticket on ESPN, they mm. could put it on, you know, it was on news for a local time. But I know for a fact out here locally because I have friends in the news department that the Houston Rockets were upset about it and they called the news and asked them why they were posting, putting that on the news and whoopty Well, they weren't mad. They are trying to cover it up. But, he, but here's the thing, my son. I'm a mm-hmm. real dude, okay? Right. Let me explain something to you. As always, I don't give a fuck about media attention. Because mm-hmm. you know why? When the paperwork gets involved mm-hmm. and you testify mm-hmm. and you put your right hand up on the oath, mm-hmm. those facts stay with you until the wheels of, wheels of justice are done with you. Right. So right. you, you as a criminal, you're going to think, oh, man, we good. Ain't nothing going to happen. Well, how are you good when I've already put three people in jail? One guy for 35 years, one guy for seven years, and one guy for six. Mm. And this case isn't closed yet. Mm-hmm. That's fine. They don't have to talk about it on the media because guess what? I don't give a fuck. I don't care if they talk about it. I don't need them to talk about it. Because mm. you know why? A smart person, a wise person, is, is going to use patience because patience is power. When you're trying to get somewhere in life, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen overnight. Absolutely Good not. things happen to good people when it, ta- it takes time. That's true. God will always show you, will always give the righteous that feeling of correctness. Mm-hmm. You have to see everything that happened to you. You get people that turn on you. You get mm-hmm. people that people that are, you know, they're going to call you this. They're going to say this about you. They don't even know you mm-hmm. because they're big writers. Mm-hmm. So they say, oh, you shouldn't say anything about it. And I'll be honest, I've never said I'm a street nigga. I'm not a street nigga. <laughs> I'm not in the streets. I have not ever made a dollar in the streets. I don't hang with those type of people. Mm-hmm. That's not what I do. Right. So it's me not being a street dude, a street dude, what is my way to get back at you? Mm. Mm. It's put the people in your life. I'm not going to go out and kill you. I'm not going to have anybody shoot you up. I'm not going to do anything of that. Because you know what? If I did that, I'd be in jail with the niggas that's in there right now. Because they would have told them. Because they watch everything I do. They post everything. Every post I make, everything. Trust me, I got these people on paperwork crying about this thing. Oh, who could he say about me? They're playing victim now. But these are gangsters. And they're mm. playing victim. Mm. Oh, they got the they're camera. They're playing victim about them. <laughs> a little bit of character. Because what, my, my recourse is different. I'm not a gangster. Mm-hmm. I've never said I'm a hood guy. I've never pretended that I'm a hood guy. Mm-hmm. And I've never put on that image. And my parents raised me better than to go commit violence. I don't believe in violence. Right, you know, right. I don't believe in violence. Mm-hmm. But... Here we are today. I got liars, documented liars. Mm. I got stuff going on here, mm. you know? And mm. he's gonna play himself out in the right way. Uh-huh. And you know, in due time, the truth will come out. Mm-hmm. Because what's done in the dark will come to light. Mm-hmm. Now, just briefly to touch on, because there was a particular celebrity who seemed to have his uh, news tie in a bunch about your situation, Mr. Steven Jackson. And uh, it's funny, he was a streets representative when he was critiquing your situation. And as I've documented on the Royal House before, you know, now he is a civil rights activist. 
Would you like to touch on Mr. Jackson? Yeah, like I like I told, like I said, I don't know Stephen Jackson. I've never met this dude in my mm -hmm. life. Okay, when I was a young dude, I looked up to him. We went to PA Lincoln as I out out his way in Houston, Texas, mm -hmm. and that's all I knew him was. You know, mm -hmm. I've seen him, you know, play basketball, whatever. Like it's just mm -hmm. it's nothing to me. But basically, what happens is that somebody somebody goes on his page and post something negative towards uh, his that guy Blunt that went to jail and James Harden. Mm -hmm. Well, he takes his time to add a fake page that's not my name, that's mm -hmm. not my page, mm -hmm. and post a comment that was put up there. And then he's advocating for violence. He's claiming blood activity. He's soup whoop, you do whoop, whatever mm -hmm. the fuck they be doing. Mm -hmm. And she's basically saying, I'm a snitch. Mm. He called me snitch for getting involved with police. But here we are. Mm -hmm. 2020. Three years later, two years later, mm -hmm. and now he wants the police in jail. Yes. Now he's a, he doesn't believe in violence. His boy, George Floyd. Like, hey, bless the people with George Floyd. That's mm -hmm. a fucked up situation. Mm -hmm. But there's bad, and those people deserve to be put where they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm, but one thing I, I see is that you can't, you can't be both ways. Nope. Either you're for the code or you're not. Right. right. So if you if you feel like that, you should go take your time mm -hmm. to go go get your gangster boys. And y'all should do something to the public, he's gangster. But mm -hmm. don't come out here now and act like fucking you, Dr. King. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this guy put it on like he's Malcolm X now. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he, that, that's not what he stands for. Mm -hmm. He... he he used to eat a, eat a blood one day. Mm -hmm. He's Malcolm X the next day. Mm -hmm. He's civil rights activist the next day. <laughs> but, you know, one thing you got to realize why these dudes do this, he's getting more attention now than he mm -hmm. did when he was on the court. That's true. He gets more media coverage talking and running his mouth than he ever did in the court. I only think the dude averaged 10 points a game, mm -hmm. ever, mm -hmm. in the league. Mm -hmm. Mm. I mean, did you ever hear about him being a factor? Like, I mean, he was a good role player with the uh, Warriors team. Yeah, you did a key word, role player. <laughs> and the Spurs. My dad wasn't a role player. No, I don't no. even know what a role player. I've never been a role player when I played, <laughs> so I don't even know what a role Talk player is. Talk So for that guy, I thought he, you know, is Dr. King now. Mm -hmm. It's absurd to me. He's a, he's a fake, he's a fraud, and he's a fraud. Mm. And for him to call my name out, it's anything going on social media. This is what mm -hmm. gangsters do. If you go on social media, you call yourself a gangster, you can pick your phone up and call me and say, yeah. hey, Mo, did you say this? Mm -hmm. And this would have been corrected. But mm -hmm. no, you go crowd chasing me, mm -hmm. and you're speaking on a situation that you don't know anything about. Mm. Mm. You're speaking on something you don't know about now. You're a black activist. <laughs> He's the voice of the people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're, you're, you're pro this, pro that. Well, I, I don't get it. Mm. You can't, you can't, we can't be out here. Like, I believe in the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Okay. But one thing where we fuck up at is that we cannot be out here trying to promote violence and criminal activity. But then you want to put the police in jail. It doesn't work uh -huh. like that. Either you're all in or you're all out. Right. 
either you're all in or you're all out. Are, are we together with people? Mm-hmm. Because last time I checked, a hundred people got shot in Chicago last month. Where's outreach? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because where's outreach? Crazy numbers. You know, we, we have a racist president, mm-hmm. and we're not. We're still not together. Mm. We have to be together to get our point across. Uh-huh. To the people that it matters to. That's right. You understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to be together. Uh-huh. We cannot be out here being violent and ruthless to to I'm our own kind, and then be wanted to be taken taken seriously in society. That's nope. just how I feel. No, nope. on the world stage, we look crazy right now. Holding hands with everybody while we shooting the shit out of each other. You know, in Brooklyn, we turn to Chicago too. Motherfuckers, about 10 people getting shot at night. Motherfuckers talking about defunding police. Listen, I'm not no pro police person, but no, no, no. We need the police, motherfucker. The fuck is wrong with people? Yeah, who wants to, I mean, I think defunding the police, that's about the dumbest shit I ever heard. <laughs> who are you going to call when somebody comes into your house? Mm. Like you have you have a family and somebody comes to your house mm. and pulls a gun from your, your daughter or son mm. and his mask falls off. You're going to say, all right, man, let me call him. Yeah, don't call the police. We're going to handle this in the streets. Fuck no, you're going to call the police. Mm-hmm. If somebody killed your grandma, mm. robbed your grandma, are you going to go, are you going to call the police or handle it in the streets? You call the fucking police, 911, do your job. Exactly, <laughs> okay? So that's my whole point. Like, these street dudes, they want to put on an image for what... They want to put on an image for what they're not. Mm. And we got to stand for something as a whole before we're taken all the way seriously. It's that's just right. what it is. That's right. You know, it, it's... It, 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 it's what it is, man. We have to stay together as as as, as a race. We have to act right. Mm-hmm. We have to quit being very selfish about certain stuff to get stuff done. That's just how I feel. Mm. You know, maybe somebody doesn't agree with me, but no, I agree. I feel like you know we have to be we have to be constructive in a positive form, mm-hmm. not a not the negative light. Like right. you know. We can't be out here looting and robbing stores and shooting people and killing people, but then we want to change. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen like that. Mm-hmm. You see, Dr. King got, he got changed by being a civil person mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. his voice was powerful. He right. had followers following him mm-hmm. because he had a powerful voice. Mm-hmm. And he stood for something and people were the leader, mm-hmm. people who believed in that. Now, Who's the leader of the black race right now? Nobody. You tell me. Nobody. I don't know. I don't care about. I don't care for Reverend Alex Trotson. I just give uh, a shit. Ah, but here's another thing. A real snitch. <laughs> Alex Trotson is a documented snitch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Federal informant. He's this, a federal this goes snitch. into what we were talking about before we started the interview. How we select and pick which snitch we like and don't like. You know what it, I mean? It, yeah, exactly. And this, exactly. Is, this is a snitch that it, affects us. It's not no bullshit. It, exactly. See, 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 okay, let me give you a perfect example. Mm. Little JoJo could be selling all the dope in the world. He can kill 15 niggas. Mm. But let's say Little JoJo is giving turkeys out of the hood every November, right? Mm. And then somebody comes and robs and shoots Little JoJo, mm-hmm. okay? Now, if the hood tells on Little JoJo, if the, the hood tells on the people that kill Little JoJo, 
they're not going to be considered a snitch, right? But now, let's say his little JoJo did it to somebody else, and that uh, John Doe goes to the police and says, hey, little JoJo robbed and shot me. Just because they don't like John Doe, they're going to say John Doe snitch. So it doesn't work. It doesn't, you know, there's rules to engagement with this snitch and shit. Mm. It's just, it, it is what it is, okay? Mm. Like, there's rules to engagement. <laughs> Who the fuck's gonna go sit? You're like 6'9", right? What's the thing in reality? Mm. Now, yeah, you put it on the image that you live in his life, but in all reality, y'all knew this man wasn't no gangster. <laughs> Everybody knew that. So, so when somebody comes to death for 75 years, you think he's about to, are you gonna sit in jail for 75 years for some niggas that will steal from you, fuck your baby mama, mm. put it on camera, was robbing you, kidnapped you. Mm. Are you gonna go sit in jail for 70 years for the code on for them niggas? Hell no, you not. <laughs> nope, he wouldn't. He would not. He, you know, <laughs> You'd be, yeah, be a fool he, too for who he was. Come on. It's really on them. They supposed to G check. Exactly. They supposed to know what to keep him abreast of and what not to. We're having a real. We're having a real like. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, I believe. It's, I believe the stench and stuff is like if me and you go rob a bank, mm-hmm. right? God, no, if you get away and I get caught and I tell on you, I'm a stench. Hundred percent, purist. I'm a stench. But if 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 me and you both get away. Mm-hmm. And the lady, the bank teller that I pissed her with, mm-hmm. says y'all was him like that. Mm-hmm. She's not a snitch. Yeah. She's a she's a civilian. Yep. She's a victim. Yep. I don't. You know, if you don't, if you're not living the street life, selling drugs and mm-hmm. doing this or doing that or doing this, you're a civilian. Yep. A snitch is only the for the label for the person that lives the street life. That's right. That's your code. It comes with the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, you getting robbed and shot and killed comes with the street life. If you're just a civilian and somebody does that to you, and you know who they are, you're not a snitch. Because mm. what's your other, what's your recourse of action? Right, just eat it. <laughs> the fuck. But you know, that's the audacity of people today. You know what I mean? Yo, Mo, this has been a dope interview. You know what I'm saying? We just not even interview. We just chopping it up, talking about some shit. Yo, if you want to close with anything, let us know because, you know, I'm kind of at the max here. But we could do this again. You know, we could talk it up on these subjects again. And oh, you, hey, listen, I saw. You'll be talking to me again. My nigga. Yeah, we'd love to have you but, back. But just, hey, whoever's listening, just know you heard it first from me. I don't got nothing to lie. Yeah. Just keep watching. Yep. Stay tuned. Yep. Stay tuned. Keep watching. Mm. Yo, I'd like to say a big RIP out to my man Pops Moses Malone. Real G in the game, one of the goats. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get sure. so show him I appreciate respect. it, dog. You yeah, know. appreciate hey, you for coming I through. I appreciate it, man. You know, you know I, remember, I remember I used to shack niggas in practice every day, <laughs> man. They hated, they hated, they hated to get them dunked on by you, dog. So you know, <laughs> we go way back, man. They were crying for charges. You don't let for bows and cons and everything. <laughs> yep. so I remember. This man right here showed me how to do a proper hand clean. One of the first yeah, things he showed me. That was a fire. I'll never forget that. I still do them to this day, bro. I'm better at it now what than the, I was then. <laughs> the hand cleans? Yup. Oh, yeah. I did. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, man, I appreciate it, brother. Yo. Yo. Hit me up anytime. 
Yo, good good looking on coming through, Mo. Yo, you have a blessed evening. All day. We'll talk again, brother. All day. All right, peace. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure on Raw House episode 444, the almighty Roots crew. You pumped, you're ready.